the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It finished at Ibrooks Rangers nil, Celtic. Two, Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Alex Ray are here to take your calls We're here until 4 o'clock So strap yourselves in Tell us what you made of it It was quite the afternoon at Ibrooks, Hugh Evans. A coming of age for volleyball and golly Christopher Julian Moritz Bauer And El Hamed A coming of age for those guys Because they had never played in an old firm game before All played together as a unit And were outstanding now you could argue that Defoe did nothing and Morelos did nothing. However, they were not given the opportunity to do anything. Scott Brown, he's well of age. He's 34. But he was inspirational for Celtic as the captain. Edward will one day go for the kind of money that Kieran Tierney went for. And Sham, when he came on, was outstanding. And what price would you have got on Johnny Hayes scoring a goal in this match today? And lastly... Neil Lennon The Celtic supporters Some of them Verbally abused Neil Lennon When he got the job They didn't want him He was a downgrade He Got everything right today Stephen Gerrard Got everything wrong uh, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Let's divide this Mark Wilson What was good about Celtic today? Well basically everything Gordon uh, uh, If you look at it First and foremost From a defensive point of view And that's where The big worry were for Celtic, you know, you look at them against Clues, shipping four goals at home and other games that they've looked unsteady at the back, if you like, and that chops and change again today, the starting lineup. But to go out and and get a clean sheet at Ibrox is remarkable. But the way they did it, they looked solid. Hugh's right, they played as a unit, you know. The, there was no gaps in between. Scott Brown just sat in front of them and protected them also. And I thought they were great They dealt with everything Rangers flung at them Julian Outstanding Balling golly As good as I've seen them And then going forward When you've got guys like Edward You always stand a chance At nothing one And Gordon DL On the other hand What was poor about Rangers? Um, I think the Rangers manager Gambled with his lineup. Uh, no width uh, Defoe instead of Morelos And it certainly didn't work Because um, Rangers didn't play particularly well They didn't cause any problems And that was down to good defending Good organisation from Celtic They pressed very, very well uh, in the game But I think the Rangers manager will come in for a bit of criticism, Gordon Why, Why change something that's working very well for you? They had a great result on Thursday night Morelis scoring with the header You've got to play your best players You look at Celtic, for instance Edward played the other night there Played today Scored the first important goal So I think that the Rangers fans Will be disappointed with the manager tonight um, And I think he'll come in for a bit of stick Because I think he's got His tactics, formation, everything Totally wrong But all credit to Neil Lennon Celtic I thought they were brilliant 01419511025 Let's get stuck in Kenny's in Renfrew What did you make of it Kenny? I thought Celtic were absolutely superb today do you know, uh, I think Lennon's took a bit of criticism for the new signings and stuff, but absolutely man-to-man. Julian, balling goalie, um, Elhamma did it right back. Absolutely superb Celtic. And physically, Celtic just looks so strong. And to see Fraser Foster back in goals as well, you've seen a calmness about Celtic in defence today, and I've not seen that for a long time with Celtic, having Foster back in goals. Brilliant for Lennon, brilliant for Celtic. Edward up front, absolutely clinical with that finish. Um, he's moving off the ball. Um... I think Rangers have got a lot of rebuilding to do to be honest because Celtic are still a long way ahead of Rangers and I think this is a wee wake-up call for Stephen Gerrard but I couldn't understand why 
Morelos was left on the bench I found that a bit surprising I agree well, with Gordon I just didn't ha- say that Having said that though He was as bad as everyone else when he came on Kenny yeah, it was you, but you you would expect a, a goal scorer of ten goals, and he's he's been playing pretty well. Crucial goals, you'd expect him to start. I, I couldn't under, it's like leaving Edward on the bench. Mm. I wouldn't, I couldn't understand that either. Do you know what I mean? Uh, let I me let me put your points, Kenny. Let me put your points to Alex, who was obviously at the game. Alex Kenny says this is a wake up call for Stephen Gerrard and Rangers. Would you go along with that? I think on this performance, Gordon, you know, uh, I'm looking at the game today and I see Celtic who are streetwise. They know how to play, and and even when you take down to the detail. When they hit the ball into touch, they're going to say, right, we're in your face today. Now, Rangers have done that well the last two times prior to this. Today, they were naive and they were tentative and Celtic were the team that were doing the pressing. So I agree in that aspect that Neil Lennon got his tactics spot on. His players were up for this. And I think that's the key thing. Tactically, when you look at, um, you know, Steven Gerrard, he will come under scrutiny and rightly so because it did not work. Hence the reason why he changed that at half-time. He needed more width and he actually needed more pace because uh, Aribo is not that guy who's going to play with his back to goal. He has to run onto the play. Uh, and, and it was almost a case of Rangers played into their hands because what was happening was they were leaving Katic and they were leaving Golson on the ball and then they were pressing the pace and then it was becoming all condensed. And from, the, from that, Gordon, what happened was you try and play a really naive ball into an area. It was a turnover possession and then... Once you give that ball away, you don't defend properly because you're then gambling on trying to play a high line. Whereas if you drop off to the 18-yard line, it allows a through ball, then McGregor can then become your sweeper. But they do step up. I haven't seen it again, but it looked a quite close call for you up here, Gordon. And then you are then playing into Celtic's hands because Celtic are pressing. They're happy to sit in. They're happy to dog. And on the turnover of possession, they have players who can absolutely kill you with uh, Edward up front. You have Mikey Johnson, you had Forrest who was quite quiet, but Christie as well. So you, Rangers played right into Celtic hands, but you have to give credit to Celtic. Neil Lennon got his tactics spot on, and on today's performance, Stephen Gerrard goes back to the drawing board. Uh, Kenny, Alex Ray gave odds on Edward, his super scoreboard man of the match. Who was the one, if you had to pick one, Kenny? For me, who? for me, it was Julian. Julian reminded me of a young Virgil van Dijk today when, when Neil Lennon first signed him. I thought Julian was absolutely immense at the centre-back, considering that we lost beat on, I think it was about the 66th minute or something, we had to reshuffle. He was still, every single header, he was winning those headers, and Rangers were pressing us at that point. So for me, Julian was man of the match. Edward was, was outstanding as well. I think it's difficult to, to kind of classify one. I think yeah. it was a whole team performance. I think the quickness of Celtic and the physical side of Celtic, he's, he got the balance right today, Neil Lennon, I think. Uh, that's something Gerard needs to look at. But see, the one player I think Rangers are missing badly is Ryan Kent because they had that wit last season with Ryan Kent and he terrorised us at times. Um, and I think that's what Rangers are missing. They need nearly like a star player. Um, they've got a good structure, but but for me, Celtic just looks so much sharper, so much quicker, and so much stronger. Um, and it was good to see some of the guys that have been given slate and lip ball and goalie have an absolute standing match. And I'm really proud of Neil Lennon and. And they still support the outstanding today And I'm just really chuffed Mark Wilson what did you make of Christopher Julian I can't recall him really putting a foot wrong No not at all uh, I think it was about 70 minutes And you caught a close up of him Not one bead of sweat on that head And he was just in front of everything He was Every set piece it seemed to be him It was on the end of it You know clearing it away And that's what you want from a £7 million centre half Someone who's assured and someone who can read the game well uh, and take care of, you know, whether it was Defoe or Morelos and keep them quiet. So hugely encouraging for Celtic fans when they see that. It's a performance I've been waiting to see from Julian. 
And you pair that when you put him beside Bowen Golly, who's had a rough ride. Two of them absolutely outstanding. Difficult to pick a man in a match for Celtic. You look at Julian, you look at Brown, and you look at Edward. Right through the spine of the team, those three players were magnificent. Really yeah. well, yeah. I think it is difficult to actually pick one one individual player. It was a great team performance for Celtic. They were just really completely solid. The, the, the other match. the other thing, Kenny, look at what's in reserve and not getting onto the park. You know, they've just brought in someone who was bought for £16 million a year and a half ago, El Unissi. Uh, he's still to, to come on. Uh, Sved, Griffiths, Bio. Uh, Tom Rogic, anyone, yeah, whatever he is. Yeah. Um, so, very encouraging from uh, Celtic's point of view. Uh, but I, I go back to the coming of age factor. Julien, there is no replica for Scott Brown, but Julien... Potentially could be that guy He looks as if he could be A commanding centre uh, half for I'm just sorry Just before we let you go Because I'm wondering If you would be willing To eat some humble pie Go On it on. You, You've been particularly Critical of them I know you based yeah. your Prediction of Rangers Winning the game today yep. Around the fact that Celtic Would in your mind Be ropey at the back And they were far from it yeah. I'm sure you'll hold Your hands up Absolutely Without doubt And that's why I keep Hammering on about The coming of age Because They have had Their negative moments To lose four goals At home uh, against Cluj and cost yourself progress in the Champions League was a shattering experience for all concerned. However, they came of age today, and uh, Julien, for me, potentially a leader of men in the Scott Brown mould. Yeah, I think Mark uh, makes a great point. Right down the spine of the team today was absolutely excellent, and even the substitutions. And Cham comes on, I thought he was brilliant when he came on, Gordon. Hayes comes on, gets that vital goal. Neil Lennon just called everything right today. Steven Gerrard got it totally wrong. He went with the wrong system, a system that they weren't, they weren't used to. Uh, they had no width. Uh, well, hold Morales. that thought, will you? Because David's probably on about a similar point. So David's a Rangers fan. How disappointed are you, David? Sum it up. It was absolutely pathetic today, guys. Uh, you know, you those guys know me. I normally don't try a trip strips off main team, but Rangers were absolutely pathetic today. Defoe in particular, I think, had no clue what he was doing. We we seemed to be playing like some sort of mid eighties US team. We didn't hardly move the football. I don't think I've seen once where we stringed more than four passes together. At no point did we look ever like we were going to score a goal. Um, the only players that I think have even Pass marks and I would use that very leniently as Arfield, Jones and McGregor. That's the only players I would say had pass marks today. If Steven Gerrard's tactics today were unbelievable, I, I really don't know what the plan was today. It was pathetic. Can you, can you just tell us why Jones, Jones gets a mention there? I think I think he was I think he was okay, but that's me just saying. Okay, but the rest of the team was so bad they might have made them look okay. <laughs> a bit of a lukewarm award from David. Alex, pathetic was the word I think that that David uses. Can you see where he's coming from? Yeah, Gordon. The the feeling round about the stadium was that it was uh, not good enough, and I think that's perfectly uh, said by David there now. And when you're looking at throughout the team, and I think Mark Wilson touched upon it, Julian Brown uh, and Edward through the spine. Rangers were second best all over the place because we're talking about Edward who's actually gone on to bully uh, the two um, centre-halves. You look in the middle of the park, Scott Brown's charging about smashing everything and, and then con- 
controlled and composed when he gets the ball. Julian, you're scudding balls up to a giant, and he's just winning everything in sight. So right through the middle. So I can understand people's frustration. And going back to the actual shape, though, Gordon, this is a shape that Steven Gerrard adopted last year uh, in terms of the 4-3-2-1, the because it was Arfield and, and Kent, and then they supported the four the, the, when they won at Ibrox last year. So it's nothing to do with the shape. The point is, if you have a, a player, Aribo couldn't do it, and I'm not sure that Defoe uh, was at his game because of the actual quality mm. that he was going up. But that was, that's credit to Celtic, because every time they were trying to hit balls up, they were right under pressure, Rangers, and the quality up to these guys was just an absolute battle. And when you've got guys like Beaton and Julian at the back, my money's on them all day, out-muscling Jermaine Defoe, and that became the case all day, and Celtic actually controlled this game. They won all the individual battles, and ultimately 2-0 uh, kind of flatters mm. because it could have been more when, when uh, and Sham came on and made a big impact also Alex I know you say it's not about the shape because they played that shape last season but surely it's different when within that shape you've got someone like Ryan Kent who when the opportunity presents itself can provide some width can eliminate players can take the ball for a run yep. to, to adopt that same shape without someone who can do that is surely a mistake yeah listen I've, I've already said it's a mistake but if you put Ojo or Jones in there so I'm just saying that I, I, the actual shape's not the point. It's the personnel in terms well, of a repo. Yeah, they kind of feed into each other, don't they? Well, what I'm saying to you is if you'd have put Ojo or Jones in there, for me, it might well have been a better kind of thing to get at Celtic to challenge the, the right back, in particular in the first half, El Hamed. Whereas when Aribo was receiving it, Gordon, El Hamed's up his, his, his back and he can't go anywhere. Whereas if it's a natural winger, he can start getting at people. For me, it was down to the actual personnel rather than the actual yeah. shape. I'm so glad you said up his back right, there. Yeah. Um, but Gordon DL, the, 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 the disappointing thing, well, many disappointing things. The other thing would be though, um, and maybe you could say that you know the game had gone or, or it wasn't, Going Rangers way all afternoon But Alfredo Morelos had a sizeable chunk of the game To show the Rangers mm-hmm. fans what they had missed Shea Ojo had a sizeable chunk of the game To show them what they had missed So if you thought Stephen Gerrard had got it wrong He tried to correct it And it, it didn't work Those players did very little Yeah the Celtic substitutions were more effective in the game Than the Rangers ones uh, That'll disappoint the, the Rangers manager Especially at home He brought Ojo on And it was crying out for someone at half time I thought he could have made two substitutions at half time I think Morelis could have come on g- Given him 45 minutes to try and get himself into the game uh, But he decided to go with one um, Ojo I thought was shocking for the 45 minutes It wasn't a positive change at all then he brings on Jones, loses his discipline. I just think Celtic got everything spot on today. I really did. I, th- I thought Rangers, I sort of uh, understand what Alex saying, but I disagree a little bit. I think that the shape did matter today. I think there was no width apart from Tavernier. Uh, Alex was saying that he watched it. Obviously, you see a better view of the game when you're at the game. Aribo was in a position that he's not comfortable with. Why? T- it's okay saying last year that's the. Why change it from last week? Why change yeah. it for last week when they're playing so well and they went in full of confidence going mm. to win the Mark, game, but Celtic have done a job on them. Mark made a point about it being obvious that the pressure was too much for the Rangers players to handle. The pressure of the day. They were expected to win. And in the end, they couldn't handle that expectation. And I think Jordan Jones was a particular example. Is that the best you can do, really? You're two down, seconds to go, and you wipe out a Celtic player for a red card? Who who are you trying to impress there? Alex? I, I totally agree. It was uh, totally unnecessary, Hugh. He's going to miss uh, a game for that as well in terms of you know, automatic bans. It, 
it was naive. Uh, there's a frustration. I said at the top of the programme, you have to have your discipline. The game's already gone, so why why just smash someone for the sake of it? And and going back to this, uh, Bobby Madden, <laughs> how he lets so much go within that game and all has to be an issue as well because there was some of the tackles were ferocious and he just let it play on. Uh, so, but he was absolutely right in terms of giving Jones that red card. He was consistent, if nothing else, early on because Callum McGregor clearly got away with one. As did Ryan Jack So yeah. you know I know we love accusations Of it being for one Or, or against the other Hugh But yeah. it just seemed to be A deliberate ploy From Bobby Madden Across the board For all 22 players To be more lenient that, That's well, what it looked like Watching it from here He's, he's fortunate in the sense that uh, Nothing that he did Influenced the outcome of the game And it was so glaringly obvious To everyone That Celtic were Having an outstanding day and Rangers were having an outstandingly bad day that the referee and his failure to produce cards didn't become a major issue. Derek in Sandy Hills is a Rangers fan. He's up next and he's not happy. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL are in the studio. Alex Ray is still at Ibrooks. And we're looking back on a action-packed afternoon at Ibrooks until four o'clock. We're going to hear from both managers very soon. So stay tuned. I'm sure you're going to be interested in what they had to say. As well as on the phones, we're on Twitter. Michael Connor says the Celtic fans must back Lennon now. What a couple of weeks of pressure he came through. Unscathed. Brilliant. Here we go for ten in a row. Uh, Graham Simpson says Gerard to blame. Started with four central midfielders. No word. Then the four up top. Not strong enough. To trouble a back four Jim McCafferty thinks Julian was the man of the match Outstanding That's the thoughts on Twitter What about the phones then? Derek is in Sandy Hills Sum up who you're feeling Derek I phoned in last season And Alec caught my deluded Rangers fan Which I find was disrespectful at the time But the style of football this season Is not acceptable Playing defensive football At Ibrooks against a mediocre Bang average Celtic team is unacceptable and I think it's time the manager's been removed and Hugh Keevans you're more faces than a town clock explain what you mean that this guy is a leader, a leader of men so are you judging this guy in one game when he was run ragged against a middle of the road Romanian team how are you judging somebody in one game judge him over a season when he's up against half the quality who are we talking about Juli- you- Julian he's talking Ju- about Julian, Julian right, okay. yes. so- you're more faces than a town clock Hugh Keevans well, now, explain <laughs> what you mean. Wait, explain what you mean. That, that. Is he gone? No, he's still there. Derek. Hello. <laughs> I mean, the, light, the line's breaking up. He is still there. What? Um, anyway, <laughs> to defend the, yourself. The, the, uh, uh, town clock. I said. I know. I said. I'm glad he said clock, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Had me worried there. I, I said <laughs> potentially. I, I said there was no replica for Scott Brown, but potentially, Julian could be that man. He. Has come of age I'll say it All the time Until four o'clock Today is his Coming of age party Uh, He has arrived As a Celtic player today And he Did Lead From the back And he was outstanding From start to finish And potentially I said If you've calmed down now Potentially I said He has the ability To be a leader of men Like Scott Brown Off you pop now So you're judging Sunday in one game? So if there's a, a bad game next week, do you okay, do you understand? Do you understand the word potentially? Do you understand what that means? Yes, I understand what that means. So if there's a bad game next week, what will you say about him? 
If he knocks Celtic out of the Europa League What would you say about him? He's not playing next week The internationals are on Well, well the next time he's playing Well I'll wait to see how he plays and then you'll criticise him if he makes a mistake To be fair Derek I, I really don't like sticking up for Hugh Keevans It makes me feel a bit uneasy But you are allowed to change your mind You're allowed to say that players don't look good And then all of a sudden when they play well You're allowed to praise them We're not looking into it a bit much No because at the end of the day He's, bang, he's a bang average player And a bang average league well, you you keep on going on about bang average. Celtic were not bang average today. They were outstanding. Uh, he yeah, is not. One game. Rangers uh, made them look good. We're talking about today's game, though, you, Derek. You, Derek, are going quietly off your head because you're disgusted by your team's performance. So the way to be disgusted by your team's performance for you is to try and pick holes in Celtic. It doesn't work. Well, Derek, Derek, one of the issues that you have today is because is you come on the phone emotionally, you hit the scatter gun. Julian was outstanding today, and your second point about Stephen Gerrard must go now. You have to take a breath, mate, because what's actually happened is Stephen Gerrard's won ten, drew two, and lost a game today. Tactically, we're not sure he got it right. That's a fact because it didn't work. Aribo was out of position, and I think that I think that Derek, Derek, let me finish, right, mate, and you can come back in. Now I can understand your frustration because I think most of the Rangers fans here today were frustrated by what they actually saw. Now to come on the phone and say that Stephen Gerrard should be removed now is totally out of order. You know he's got it wrong today, but you know I think from the start of this season there's been a renewed uh, kind of faith that he can actually do something this year. He's qualified for the uh, Europa League group stages, and uh, obviously he's got it wrong today, but. You have to give the guy a break. Are you telling me the style of football is struggling to beat Kilmarnock? Is struggling to beat uh, St Mirren? Is acceptable, Alec? Is a Rangers manager? Well, well, this is the thing. See, last year, they weren't beating these teams. Kilmarnock were taking points off the Rangers on a regular basis, so he's managed to do that this year. He's managed to go away from home. He's actually took more points in the first couple of games this time than he did in four or five games. So... The, so the, it's about winning team, uh, games you look at Celtic towards the end of last season under Neil Lennon when they were scraping results now I didn't hear anybody saying oh it's about managing games out seeing games out that's the mark of champions so now now that it's against Steven Gerrard it's all of a sudden oh he's, he's just scraping wins most managers would take a win at any place uh, the fact of the matter is he's going there and actually got the results I think there has to be a middle ground here. We don't we don't tend to do middle ground anymore. You can no. be very annoyed at Stephen Gerrard today. You can be disappointed in the way he set up the team, and still be miles and miles and miles short of wanting him removed from his job. Derek went to the game today. I guarantee you, Derek went to the game today a Stevie Gerrard fan, and he talks about the scatter gun. He's come out of the ground so upset and annoyed. Now he wants the manager sacked. And his default position is Call everybody bang average Every Celtic player's bang average The league's bang average It's just a disappointment of a man Who expected to win today Yeah, but there's a reason behind that Hugh Because Rangers have been built up To go and win this game And Mark was uh, talking about it earlier They were, everybody I think every Rangers fan And every press guy that read the, the articles today Didn't really give This is a team that's won uh, well, you tipped, back a, to back you tipped a draw, I so ju- don't you I, I, get too excited? Yeah, I tipped a draw, Gordon. I I was wrong in that. I said that Celtic would score two, right in that. Unfortunately, Rangers didn't score any. But I think that I think that unfortunately for all the Rangers fans, is they built this up as 
We are going to win this We are now back We are going to win the league We are going to beat Celtic Celtic's back four are shocking The, the signings are terrible Neil Lennon's a poor manager There's still a lot of work to do It's about time they put their feet back in the ground And realise there's a hell of a lot of work to do at Rangers If you're going to challenge Celtic Mark Wilson, you're okay You predicted a Celtic win yes. You were the only one uh, Brendan is in Carntine Hi Brendan Hi guys, how we doing? Good Brendan, what did you make of it? Um, just absolutely delighted Celtic fan Absolutely delighted I think that Celtic's game management today Was absolutely fantastic I think that the, the, the guys making their debut in defence Helped us Because they didn't get caught up in the hype And, and, the, and the buzz of the old, the old firm that game You know, the atmosphere And I think they, they just played And within themselves They were very calm I thought El Hamid was, was fantastic Julian was fantastic Put my hand up. I've criticised Ball and Goalie since the first time I seen him. I didn't like him. He had an outstanding game today. I hope the guy takes it from that and he moves on. But I just want you to know what you think about Celtic's game management. Alex, what was it like watching yeah. the game management then from from the stands? You get a much better yeah. per- perception of what's going on. I have to say the organisation, uh, Gordon, in terms of what their the, the roles were, their game plan worked to treat because they just pressed the life out of Rangers. You know they were trying to play through the middle. Celtic were hounding. The game was extremely scrappy. And then they made a, a, an unforced error when Golson played that ball. Mikey Johnson's picked up the ball lovely. Freddie did through to uh, Big Edward and he's finished brilliantly. And when you look at that kind of firepower in uh, the organisation, Gordon, and it, it, I think Neil Lennon and his backroom staff deserve credit because they've got it right today all over the place and the substitutions made such a big impact when they come on as well Johnny Hayes getting that second goal to effectively kill the tie off but then Sham come on he looked really clever he took up some good areas he was driving at the back four as well and I just think overall today I think everything worked for Celtic and they thoroughly deserved this and what about bowling golly then Mark Wilson because so many question marks hanging over him and by the way this is not a everyone outside Celtic has written him off every not, not every I do take that back Loads of Celtic fans Come on this show yeah. And tell mm-hmm. us that They were questioning him As well yeah. So this is not about Other people Celtic fans Many of them felt the same And he answered them today Didn't he 100% I just think he looked Like a different player Than what we've seen In previous weeks I mean Previous weeks A lot of the criticism Was to do with his Position defensively You know Being maybe a wee bit Too far wide He's centre back Which creates gaps And allows people Inside easily He gives a penalty away And Thursday night because of that And he's used to the ball Always looked to be trying to thread something through That wasn't there I think today Everything was simple for him Got his positional sense right And every time he was on the ball He seemed to find mm. a Celtic shirt So absolutely terrific And he'll hope That that can now kick, kick on, start yeah. Yeah, His Celtic career proper Alex were you impressed with the way he stood up to it Because if you are Struggling to settle to your new surroundings And you are nervous Playing right in front of those Rangers fans In a packed Ibrox could be enough to absolutely ruin you And he stood up to it didn't he Yeah the good thing about for, from Ball and Golly's point of view Is Gordon that he can now kick on Because he was assured He looked physically strong And uh, you know Considering some of the things that we'd seen in previous games uh, You know he was he, Everything you would want You know he was athletic He was bombing up when he got the opportunity to do that I just think to a man You know guys like Ball and Golly Beaton was really assured Julian was a colossal Everything just worked brilliantly And if you're talking about Marks out 7 and 8 out of 10 And right through the spine Celtic were absolutely bullied uh, The Rangers players Now if I'm in that dressing room As a Rangers player now I'm looking at myself Thinking to myself There's not enough Been done there today To trouble Celtic in the slightest And I understand why Celtic supporters And managing team Are absolutely delighted Because 
they they done a number on uh, you know physically they look yeah. stronger as well, uh, and and they, and they played. The game plan, I can't emphasise, the game plan worked a treat because they played right into, uh, Rangers played right into their hands, particularly with that first goal because it was such a scrappy affair. I don't even think either goalkeeper had one save to make, Gordon, up until that point. And then obviously, bang, killer instinct. And by the way, before the, the top of the show, we mentioned how clinical Celtic were, middle to front, and you've seen that today. Brendan, final word to you. Um, not playing the well for me, guys. I'm only going to stick a jumper on because the gas has definitely been turned down today. You know, so you know their, their gas has been put at a peak and and they've been put behind their balls. <laughs> well, that that is the Glasgow expression which covers today's events because Rangers went into the match supremely confident. The supporters were supremely confident, and the expression that will come to mind for every Celtic supporting man, woman, and child as well. That's their gas put at a peak. And Brendan has just done it for us. Okay, thank you, Brendan. In calm time, Thomas is in Wolverhampton. Hi, Thomas. Hi, yeah. Hello. Uh, my point is, is about what that Derek says about Celtic being a, a team full of average players. Well, see if that's, that Celtic team is full of average players, what does that say about Stephen Gerrard's team? What it says, what it says, uh, Thomas, is that Derek was consumed by disappointment and came on, and his default position, after calling for the manager to be sacked, was to say that Celtic were average, Chris Julian was average, the whole league is average. Uh, so that that's just a man overcome by disappointment. He, he wasn't speaking like a rational person. What did you make of him anyway, Thomas? I saw, I saw uh, Julian, he's got, well, I've, I've, been, I've been to the football for 30, 40 years, and I think that Big Julian is, I'd say he's like Paul Elliott, Mick McCarthy and Big Bobo Baldy, as they hang me the defence soon about him. And another thing I've got to say is, as Neil Lennon says, Celtic, the Celtic players done their, their talking on the part today. They don't, they don't mouth after the newspapers like Jordan Jones and all that, saying this and all that. Celtic done the talking on the park. What did Jordan Jones say, it. Thomas? No, I don't mean what he says on his social media. We are the people and all that. Know what I mean? Well, that's a guy joining his boyhood favourites. and Six he, months ago. And he's overexcited uh, and it was wrong and he's regretted it, I'm sure. Um, the, the, the point is that uh, Neil Lennon got everything spot on Everything And a back four Who had never played in this fixture before Were to a man Outstanding You're looking for the signs of the mentality as well Gordon Julian just looked all round Like a guy who was rising to the occasion He looked really pumped up for it You could see him mm. He was taking that You know that, that way the defenders take real pride when they When they make a block or make a tackle He was Cajoling those round about him He was making his feelings known to Bobby Madden You know, He didn't look like a guy who was struggling to, to settle in here Yes, it was a case of uh, sink or swim, Gordon And he was a different class I think you'll be a bit disappointed with Thomas Comparing him to Mick McCarthy I played with Mick and he couldn't pass the ball five yards But he certainly <laughs> could tackle But Julian looks a different uh, type of player um, There were question marks, of course there were um, but you've got to say they stood up to it I said earlier and the boys will tell you I think these games are easiest games and I think they were every one of them were up for it 
They, um, they knew their, their jobs, responsibilities. And right through the spine of the team, as the guys were saying there, I thought Celtic were excellent. But I really you, did. You're saying these games are the easiest games. I, I take your point. But Not for I everyone. didn't look for Rangers players. Now, I, I was chatting off air to you guys. It's impossible to... I'm talking about your to... debut, Mark. I'm yeah. talking about going into your right, first okay, game. Sorry, I, thought you meant I know the... what you're Go saying on. about the expectations. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ranger, Rangers went in there as... In their minds as favourites yeah, I think they struggled with that yeah. You know I was going to say It's impossible to ignore the newspapers You sit and you read them Before Prima Everyone tipped Rangers Now Rangers players Would have been well aware of that And they've went out today As favourites Favourite with the bookmakers Favourite with the pundits And I don't think They could have, could deal with that I think when you look through The full team Tavernier but Guys who Were played in the fixture Last year And won at Ibrox I thought were incredibly poor today And couldn't handle the occasion Yeah Alex If you go right through The Rangers team You you are are sort of struggling Steve Davis Was okay You know He got about And he he got in the ball Quite a lot And he made some Important tackles It wasn't the James Tavernier We're used to seeing either Is that fair? Gordon uh, Stephen Davis Was the only guy In terms of Getting on the ball Try to be brave You know Ryan Jack Had a poor game Kamara Non-existent Particularly in that first half And then you look at The two centre-halves Who have come in For a lot of praise Really struggled to cope with Edward. Tavernier didn't have any um, anything going forward, and I think over the the piece, I think when you look at these games, and I, I often say this, I think you you try and win the midfield battle. Rangers didn't do that today. Uh, they were second best all over the place, and uh, as I said, I think all the credit goes to Neil Lennon. Mm. It goes to his boys, Scott Brown. Again, he's been written off time after time. And uh, he's went in there again, went toe-to-toe with that midfield and came out on top again. Uh, a lot of love for Christopher Julian on social media. Duncan Mackay tweeted he was superb, commanding and extremely confident. BH says a stroll in the back garden. Christina, she's not lying, I was a doubter, but the clearance around Morelos was like Spider-Man. It's <laughs> a reference I didn't think we'd get, but that was Christina on Twitter. We are going to hear from Neil Lennon. He's already been in, he's spoken to the media, and we'll tell you what he had to say next. Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon Dale and Alex Ray are here waiting to take your calls on the day Celtic went to Ibrooks and left with a 2-0 victory. Jordan Jones was sent off late on for the home side. Stephen Gerrard's been in the media room at Ibrooks. He's been giving his thoughts, so we'll bring you them very soon. Let's hear from Neil Lennon first. Victorious today. Here's what he said at full time. Yeah, it was a perfect performance from start to finish. We were outstanding. We were an afterthought coming into this fixture. I was an afterthought. My board were an afterthought. It was all about the opposition and what they were going to do to us. And we didn't listen to any of you. We stayed strong. We played brilliantly. Even in your promo for the game, Charles, there's no picture of me. It's all about Stephen. It's really nice of you. I feel like Brooks Kupka here. So we came here to win. We came here to be strong. First half, we bossed it. Brown. Outstanding. He's another one's been written off, by the way. Bolongoli, Julianne, outstanding performances. And I've got a front four who are a handful for any team. I thought we deserved them in the game by more. I think the second goal was the icing on the cake. I think we defended strongly when we needed to. El Hatem, a great performance, you know, coming in from the cold. But the personality and the character and the strength of the team was evident today when everyone, including some of our own supporters, had written us all off. So we are very, we're proud. We take the three points, psychologically it's a nice win for us and we move on. You know, you take pride in in clean sheets, we looked strong, Julian was dominant when he needed to be and he was ably backed up by Beton and that was a real big loss for us at a crucial time in the game but El Hatem, sorry, Hatem stepped in and did a a marvellous job in both positions and and Bauer came on and did a a great job at right back so yeah, I mean, in Cham, 
when he came on, he showed how special a player he can be. But, you know, Johnston, Austin Edward, Christie, Brian McGregor, amazing players for this club. You know, I don't want to wax too lyrical about them, but they did a, a really professional, top-quality job today. Rennie is back. We said he was sitting there composed, calm, and he's come in and he's done everybody in the press room. And he's entitled to that. Everyone wrote Celtic off. Even the Celtic supporters got it at the end there. They had written Celtic off or certain players had been written off and the performance he describes as perfect and he is correct. He said that uh, Celtic had been treated like an afterthought and he has taken immense pleasure in proving that they were anything but an afterthought. So the old Lenny came back there for a cameo appearance because he's so proud of the display the individuals and the collective effort. Mark Wilson, do, do you need to assess then that the psychological impact on both teams of all these pre-match predictions? Because you football types have sat there in press rooms across the year saying, we don't pay any attention to the newspapers, we just block out the noise and focus on ourselves. No, you don't. You clearly don't. You've just heard Neil yeah. Lennon saying you don't. Mm-hmm. So did it breathe new life into Celtic? Did it, did it give Celtic a, a siege mentality yeah. and bring out the best in them? And on the flip side... Maybe it affected Rangers negatively Totally Gordon I think uh, it had an effect On both teams I think Celtic The way they defended You could see that There was a real Siege mentality There was A real Need to prove Everyone wrong I said that Most of the newspaper guys Had tipped Rangers To win this By two, three, four goals I'd seen some places You know And I said before It's impossible When you're a player In the lead up to these games It's impossible to ignore it You can try and stay away from it As much as possible Not buy a newspaper but I tell you what, you've got a pal or you've got your dad or whoever will say, by the way, this, this, this are saying that you're going to get beat. So it seeps through, it filters through somehow. Neil, obviously across the board, he, he takes all that in. And he's quite right. You can see how emotional he was there and how happy he was. And he was just waiting for that. I mean, I'm pretty sure with a few minutes to go, he's sitting in that dugout thinking... I can't wait to get in this pressure <laughs> to have my say. I like it. The Sky Graphics Department got it as yes. well. The, the Sky Reporter is sitting there, probably knows nothing about it, yeah. but the graphics guys yeah. uh, have, have let them down. Listen, people are entitled to express their opinion. And having done so, and having been proved remarkably wrong, myself included, then Neil Lennon comes in and says, Well, you're not so smart, are you? He's entitled to that because his players delivered in a way that was. Extraordinary you know, I'm surprised though That how many people Actually tip Rangers Now I get Rangers You know Are are much better Than what they were Right And they've improved However When you look at the game Celtic did lose at Ibrox They were playing You know Players out of position McGregor played left back You had Mikey Johnson Right wing back one game You had Mikey Johnson Through the middle one game And it was This team This Celtic team Going to Ibrox Who, who are Playing free flowing attacking football, you've got your nine million pound guy in form, you've got your right winger James Forrest in form, Christie arguably the best player in the country. And I'm surprised that a lot of people overlooked but, that. But it was based on the defence. And mm-hmm. who who was to know that they would all come through each one outstanding. Mm. Thomas is a Rangers fan in Easterhouse. Hi Thomas. Hi, how are we doing? Yeah, good Thomas, how are you? Alright, I'm just on my way back for the game today. Mm-hmm. Um obviously disappointed we lost. Um but the better team won on the day. Um, but I think some Rangers fans need to have a real look at themselves. Um, the guy who came on to Gerard should be sacked is, a, is an absolute joke. Um, 
we're poor on the day, definitely the best team won. But it's September the first. Let's just calm down. Let's just get on with it. Mm. We have a long way to go. Whether we win the league or no, time will tell. But I think some people just need to calm down a wee bit. Yeah. It's a disappointing defeat, disappointing performance, but it's one game. David, I, I, I do agree with you. Uh, it's not Thomas. Going to, uh, sorry, Thomas. Um, it's not going to decide the league, but I think it's a big factor the fact that if Rangers had won this today, uh, everybody would have been, oh, Rangers are back, they're going to win the league, and Steven Gerrard, this and that. What it showed today, for me, simple is they've still a lot of work to do, Gordon, if they're going to get up to that level. Because who's right? Mark said, why did people fancy Rangers today against a team with the quality of the Celtic have got? It was pure facts of the back four. The defence, new new people making their debuts, sort of the jury was out. Not just with us, not with Rangers supporters, Celtic supporters as well. You heard the Celtic manager there. But Neil Lennon got everything brilliant today. He was spot on everything, even his substitutions. Were great And he deserves to get in there And have a pop Alex there's a long old way to go In this season So you can't really argue with Thomas There's no point in being hysterical On the 1st of September But what what must Rangers and Stephen Gerrard Do now that, I mean right now You know over the international break What what must they Address to, to, to learn from Today's experience Well I think most of them A lot of them are going away In international duty as well Gordon uh, I think he'll have to reflect On his own uh, team selection today uh, I think you got it wrong as, we, as we've said throughout um, it's an interesting one because listen to Neil Lennon there Gordon I've not had a chance to kind of comment on that it's almost as if he's managed as user rightly said the word seize mentality Rangers have gone into this today with plenty of confidence but it's not just about being confident it's about actually being able to deliver and I think that'll be a disappointing for Stephen Gerrard when he gets his boys reflecting all of this over the next couple of days if they can get the bodies to kind of discuss where they went wrong mm. here today because it didn't work for them they, they were second best all over the park and you know it's in terms of being streetwise, I think that's the best way to describe Celtic today because they came in, they were resolute, they were dogged and they won all the battles and uh, ultimately you know Stephen Gerrard will have to look at that how does he then get the, the players into that mindset when these games uh, become relevant again Thomas Aye I'd just like to say people saying that Stephen Gerrard picked the wrong team today and it's easy to say that now but see before the game many Rangers fans stood there and vote oh that's the wrong team they shouldn't have played this one should have played I don't hear one Rangers fan today complain about I think, I think, I think, I think a, a lot yeah. Yeah. Thomas I, I think when you leave Morelos out albeit Defoe good player scores goals but when you leave Morelos but out Morelos you leave well, well he's still he's Rangers' best striker And when you leave Either an Ojo or a Jones out Somebody with real pace Where Ryan Kent, remember Was a star for Rangers In that position last year To change everything That Rangers have been doing Pretty well this season I, th- I thought it was strange Even it, it, to go as far as Barisic Now, we, we chatted about The, the left-back position All week Would it be Flanagan Or Barisic And I says on Thursday night It's a big call for Gerard Because it all depends On the way he sees the game going And he chose Flanagan and Flanagan had nothing to do going back But I tell you what Every time he got the ball In that right back position He had to keep checking inside Keep checking inside And it just brought Rangers to a standstill So he, he could have easily had A more natural left-sided player there Who could perhaps deliver better But he chose Flanagan So there's several players that he's He's been wrong I think today in his, I don't p- think his selection Mark, Mark I don't think uh, Flanagan because you look how much impact James Forrest who's one of the key players in terms of that defensive element I think mm-hmm. he didn't uh, 
test Flanagan in the slightest. Is that not down well, to him having I mean. an off day, though, Alex? I, I don't, I don't, th- Alex, well, I don't a, think that was anything to do with Flanagan. I don't think yeah. Celtic got the body for us at yeah, all. What I'm saying what I mean is, is it's, a, it's a combination of both, Mark. You know, you look at Flanagan, he didn't, he wasn't troubled defensively in any shape or form. But offensively, for me, was where he got it wrong because. I said I said yesterday that I felt as if Flanagan would most certainly play because that is the one he trusts in the big games. Uh, I'm not sure he's quite at that level with Barisic. Offensively, I did not see uh, a rebound. We said all this at the top of the programme. We also said it's such a big call for Defoe to be leading the line. And if you look back to yesterday, I said Morelos will most certainly start. And I think most people did because of the amount of goals he scored. And plus he brings a physical element to it. Now, I understand why Stephen Gerrard's done that rotation. But it's come back to haunt him today. Thomas. I, I just uh, point about Barisic. I think the fact that Barisic doesn't get a, he plays a right back at left back in front of him, I think that just says all about Barisic. So I don't think that Barisic is a massive loss to the team. He's no Dunetton, he's no Dunetton, but he's not exactly been a standout for the to Rangers. I think and it showed I, that I think he, he wanted to contain Celtic. Who I, can, I, I did think he went with somebody yeah. who can... Who but can sure, surely when you're at home... Been, but surely when you're at home... He went with, what, four or five midfield players? Yeah, but when you're at home and you've beat Celtic twice in your last two games at Ibrox and, listen, let's be honest, winning the, these first games is a big statement. If Rangers had went out and played slightly different, slightly more attacking, put their best striker on for a start, put a bit of pace and width into the team... And perhaps had a left back who could deliver and get up and down the park. I might have been a bit different. Thanks to Thomas in Easter House. We're going to have to take a breather, but after that, we've got Denise in Uddingston and we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard as well. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon Dale, and Alex Ray still here. You've not been kicked out of Ibrox yet, Alex, have you? No, I'm just looking at some of the guys taking um, some pictures down in the sidelines there. Michael Moles, Andy Walker, Chris Boyd, uh, Chris Commons. That's good. You're, in, well, you're so in good company then. So you're yes. still with us for the foreseeable 01419511025 in the phones. We're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard. Let's get the thoughts first though of Denise in Uddingston. Hi, Denise. Hi, good afternoon, guys. Hello. Hi, Denise. Hi there. Very happy Celtic fan today. Um, what I'm hoping now is Neil Lennon's not really put a foot wrong apart from maybe still a few decisions in the closure game I'm hoping now that the Celtic fans will all unite and get behind them rather than have this divide but what my point was and what I'm a bit curious about was why were so many people having Celtic as the underdogs get into today's game based on what? I think I'll go back to it Denise based on a back four that had uh, not shone this season you Referred to the Cluj game For Celtic to lose four goals at home uh, And go out of the Champions League As a consequence Was a a black night for them mm-hmm. And three of the back four At kickoff, Never having played in an old firm game before Was it also the Ibrox factor Hugh we've, we've come off the back of a season Where Celtic won both games at Celtic Park Rangers won them both at Ibrox yeah. And most people Even if you are critical of Rangers Would accept the Rangers have got a bit better So y- yeah. you then just sort of go Right it'll be a tight game And you naturally just edge it towards the home side Is yeah, that not course, a pretty yeah. innocent explanation? Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, But Sorry. But if Rangers and Celtic both won two games each last season If we're basing this on domestic and taking Europe out yet Why was one the underdog over the other? Well, that's the thing, I don't How want to I don't, I don't want... have scored 40, about 40 goals so far this season How many have they conceded? Well, you know, I don't want to give a, le- a lecture on odds, Hugh Keevans but, yeah. but there wasn't much in it, that's my point Rangers were narrowly favourites Probably because most people couldn't separate them 
And you just no, you give a nod towards the home side. Yeah, and I'm sure there were Celtic fans uh, who went to the game today or watched it on television who were nervous about the back four, anxious uh, about Bolingoli and, uh, and Julien. And now they've found out that they are really good players. So it's a very innocent business punditry. You're, you're asked, who do you think will win the match? And you give your opinion. And then when Celtic have played... Tremendously well Completely turned Everything on its head Then People have a go At the pundits Fair enough We we get paid for that Denise would you not Prefer this though Because by the looks Of what we saw today That suited Celtic It suited Celtic To go in this As underdogs It allowed Neil Lennon To create a siege Mentality amongst his players And they went and Answered their critics So is it not actually A good thing Is it not beneficial For Celtic Oh, definitely is, yeah, but I just couldn't understand why when they won two games each, why everyone seemed to say that Celtic were the underdog. So but as I say, I'll take underdog any day if we go out and play like that and show them the NBA really is top dog. There's no doubt in my mind Neil Lennon would have... <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I like that. No doubt in my mind Neil Lennon would have used it in his team talk. It's the type of player, uh, person he is, very emotional. So why uh, not encourage it then? This is a bit uh, that confuses me because Neil Lennon does very, sound listen, pretty offended by it. It's very rarely Celtic are If it worked, for, Ce- if it worked yeah. for Celtic today... Why don't they? Why don't they hope that they go into every game against Rangers yeah. as underdogs? Well, why does it have yeah. to be so offensive perhaps at full time? It is the nature of this fixture that on the day, in the immediate aftermath of the game, the Celtic manager has a go at everyone, including some of the Celtic support, and talks about people referring to Celtic as a, a, a or he referring to Celtic as being like an afterthought. So it's been good for him, but in the immediate aftermath of the game. People like Denise like to come on and say, ah, you were all wrong and I don't know why you tipped Rangers and so on and so forth. And Rangers supporters already had one on calling for Steven Gerrard to be sacked. It is what goes on in this unique fixture on the day. Denise, who was the top man for you today? Um, I think probably Julian, yeah. And I think Ball and Golly showed as well that when it mattered, I mean, he did, he performed well. It would never... For not for having quite a shaky defence, I mean they done okay today. They held their own, stood their ground. Yeah, I think everyone would agree. They didn't look shaky at all. Now we've already heard from a a happy Neil Lennon. What about Steven Gerrard? What does he make of it? He's coming under a lot of criticism for the way he set the team up. Some of the players he picked. Here's his reaction at full time. Yeah, I was expecting a lot more. I think to to win against any good team, especially in an old firm, you've you've got to have the majority of players at it. But unfortunately today across the board we weren't good enough. Really, there's only John Flanagan who I think can be really proud of his performance. So you you can't expect to beat a good team or win an old firm when the majority of your players are off it. We don't give ourselves the favourites tag or the underdogs tag. We we just prepare for for a game of football. That's for other people to judge and have their opinion and debate on it. We knew we had to perform close to our maximum today to, to, to get any kind of result, certainly a positive one and the truth is we never did that. Celtic have come here with, with an intention, you could see it from the first kick of the ball to, to play for territory and, and really press us and um, they've been very effective at it, we, they've played direct more often than not and then we haven't been able to handle that. When you analyse the first half we actually had the best chance in the first half with the foul and we had a half chance with Katis' header, I don't think it was a first half full of quality from either team, we've gifted them a goal. Um, which is uncharacteristic in terms of me two centre-backs. One's made a mistake, one's tried to play offside. Um, so we've actually gifted them the lead at half-time. So then we've obviously got a bigger task and a, and a harder challenge. And um, We huffed and puffed second half, but again, the 45 minutes in the second half weren't enough to get back in the game or go on to win it. The gap's the gap. The gap's three points, seven points. 
this time last year. We're competing against a, a, a very good team, an effective team. So we, we know what we've got to do. Today has gone against us and is a blow and a, a tough one to take, but we, we'll have a bit of a break now. There's internationals going off and we'll, we'll come back and, and try and begin another, uh, another run where we can go on a lot of wins and stay with it as long as we can. That's honest. You know, he's admitted that the better team won. He's not trying to make excuses for his side. Not good enough, he said. The majority of the players were off it. So he has been honest. Uh, and I'm glad he touched on the, the first kick of the ball where Celtic mm. kick it into touch. Rugby style. Because I said at the time, that's clever. It's put Rangers on the back foot straight away. It's a statement of intent from Celtic. And I don't think Rangers looked... Ahead from that moment And Celtic didn't look back From that moment Tell you what Hugh You're, you're on to something Because We sort of looked at each other I didn't know what, what was going on there Neil Lennon was asked Specifically about it um, And he basically says It was Yeah it was that It was it was completely deliberate To just take the game to Rangers After you know the last two visits um, You know no point In just passing it around uh, At the back at the start So well, it's, it's a, significant. a statement of intent yeah. Because All of the focus is on El Hamed, Julian, Beton, and who's the fourth? Ball and Golly. All of the focus is on them. And instead of that, Celtic take it into Rangers' half of the field and camp in there at the start of the game. And it, it sends out a whole positive vibration. Martin's a Rangers fan in Kirk and Tillock. You've just heard your manager's explanation, Martin. Uh, you satisfied with what he had to say? Hi, Pano. How you doing, all right? Yes. Hi, Martin. Just, uh, just, I think up until today, I think Gerard got his tactics right up to scratch, basically. But I think going for the, the wide attacking midfielders, using like Sir Ojo Jones, he's brought in Aribo. He's tried to, as if he's trying to utilise his squad too much. Uh, two, two big games was uh, Mitchell away, came for a wide area, and the, like, obviously Warsaw and Thursday night there. Came for a wide area, two headers. Just wondering, do you think, think Gerard got his tactics wrong, or do you think Lennon got his tactics right? I think a bit of both, Martin. I think that um, the way Rangers have been playing with the formation and whether it was Ojo or Jones giving them a bit of width, I think he got the shout wrong, and I totally understand where he's coming from, but I think he got it wrong on the day with Morelos. He should have been playing. But I think all the credit goes to Neil Lennon. You know, just thinking, thinking about thinking. One manager playing, like getting the tactics wrong. To one manager getting the tactics right. If one manager gets the tactics right, then it's kind of you can't have one manager getting the tactics wrong, one getting them right. Surely. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah you can. How's how's that? But because if you're trying to count, if you if you start up your team. To play against a, a formation You can play the wrong that, personnel as well I th- Surely Yeah I think he played the wrong personnel First and foremost yeah. uh, Rangers But then Celtic can say Right For instance Right at the, 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 the first whistle When they kicked in there They pushed everybody up And they set the trend of saying We're going to press you We heard Alec Ray Who watched the game from uh, Ibrox Saying that the pressing that Celtic were doing Was absolutely uh, terrific That was a tactic that they worked on Rangers couldn't handle it And I think that Celtic got their tactics spot on But personnel I thought Stephen Gerrard got it wrong It's always a combination of both Alex For instance you take the goal Conor Goldson Yes it's a mistake by him And Stephen Gerrard describes it As gifting Celtic a goal But Celtic don't score that If they're not pressing into an area Where they can capitalise on the mistake So both has to happen 
Yeah, it's a combination of both, Gordon. You're absolutely right. And uh, Stephen Gerrard was right in what he said there in terms of they pressed the life out of us. And uh, that resulted in uh, goals and making a mistake, Gordon, because at that point when it's all condensed, there's nothing on, why not just chip into the channel? I know there'll be punters going, oh, but we're hitting no man's land. It's better than giving the ball away in the turnover position because it effectively, because he can only talk about his defensive back line and it is giving a goal because the first mistake then results in another mistake from uh, Katic who doesn't track the runner. So it's a combination of both and you're absolutely right from a Celtic perspective, playing towards the game plan, press the life at him at what to treat and that totally changed the whole complexion of the game because from that point on, Rangers, as Stephen Gerrard says, they huffed and puffed, but Celtic were always in control of the game. Martin, Stephen Gerrard, we just heard them there saying that only John Flanagan uh, got past marks. C- could you see any positives from a Rangers perspective today? Uh, no, to be honest, no. Uh, I think it was... Were the pies I, any good? I, I still, I'm still kind of querying on the... The difference between a formation and a personnel, but if you if you play two wide attacking midfielders or two, sorry two wide attacking forwards, Jones Ojo, uh, surely it's as if he's trying to utilise the, the squad mm. too much. Do you know what I mean? Like, as if he's trying to, I know I know he touches on the, the two for every position, but he's not used the two for every position there, then, has he? Yeah, I mean, because Alex, you, 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 I'm not saying you need width. On both sides, because what we what we tend to see from Rangers is that Ojo or Jones plays, which is 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 one wide man, and then the other one's Arfield. So you don't have that natural width anyway. But to, to take that away and have none against the Celtic side, which is Forrest and, and Johnson. Again, I'm not. That's not to say that Forrest and Johnson ripped Rangers apart, and it, it was the width that, that won the game. But it, it was just surprising to to see a team go with no recognised wide man at all. Gordon, you're absolutely right. Uh, Jones and Ojo, uh, if you're if you're going to play that system, you need one guy to then search uh, the outside because otherwise it becomes so condensed. Celtic narrowed in, and and they just couldn't go anywhere. Rangers couldn't get any fluency going. They couldn't get nothing going. But again, that's credit to Celtic. And so for me, a rebo, and that's why I said to you, I would be really surprised. He either takes a rebo off. Or he drops him back into midfield, and what he did is he took Kamara off, and then he dropped back because that was the whole shape was screaming for that Gordon because they've had so much success with it. And if you're going to play the two narrow ones in, you must have someone that can then try and get down the outside, either a Nojo or a, a, a Jones, and it didn't work at all. Hence the reason why he changed at halftime. But by that time, Celtic are goal ahead. Mm. And they are controlling the, uh, the the territory. Martin, we always focus on players who make their debut in the fixtures. So f- for Rangers today, Joe Rebo from the start, Shea Ojo, two players, Martin, who've by and large had really good feedback from the Rangers fans. They've been impressed with what they've seen. The- this would bring on Ryan Kent, like, as if as if it's a kind of they're needing that wide midfielder. Well, they've got until five o'clock. Yeah, absolutely, Hugh. They'll try and get them uh, last minute because otherwise the boy's going to be sitting playing reserve football. Mm. Uh, and uh, as you say, if you five o'clock tomorrow night, yeah. it's, it, and the thing is, uh, I would suggest that they'll be crying out. But don't forget the personnel that they've brought in: Brandon Barker, Ojo, uh, you know, uh, Jones. You know, they, they, they've brought so many players to the club. But if you can actually improve that uh, element of quality, then mm. I'm sure he'll try and do yeah, that. I mean, Stephen Gerrard said on Friday, you know, the Liverpool's position hadn't changed, and, oh. and neither had Rangers. In fact, we're going to tell, we're going to let you hear what Stephen Gerrard had to say. On potential transfers very soon uh, But Gordon Was that a sort of Maybe a wake up call to the likes of 
of a Rebo and Ojo that you know that's the level that, you, that you'll be tested at. You can't take anything away from the guys. They they no. have performed well up until now. But what that led to was Rangers fans coming into today's fixture expecting more from them, and they struggled. Yeah, they did struggle. I thought uh, Ojo when he came on, you're hoping it's going to make an impact. He was very very poor, Gorm. He just looked like, oh hold on a minute, this is. Uh, a bit tougher than what I first thought uh, Aribo you can make excuses for Because Alex Wright That's not his position They had to drop uh, back one I think where the, the game was won and lost today I think when you went into this game You had to play your best 11 I think looking at Celtic's um, position They played their best 11 I don't think Rangers did Because certainly over the last Since the start of the season With the formation that he was playing With Arfield Morelos and Ojo or Jones mm. Surely that's your best bet Going into this game Mark is that sometimes What can happen to a manager There's a temptation To overcomplicate it Rangers had everyone available Celtic were pretty much Forced to play Yeah But certainly at the back I mean the back it was four, yeah. Near Beaton had to play And you're having to throw guys in Who've not played a lot of football He kind of You know Celtic were forced Into a lot of that Whereas Steven Gerrard Almost like he said Too much time to think about it And he's he's, he's overcomplicated I just found it odd As soon as the teams were released I think we all were You know looking at it And you're thinking Well why would you change Something that's been Pretty successful Um, It was a strange one I mean Ojo for me I think Alex was at You I was saying yesterday I've yet to see Ojo play a good game for Rangers. Um, I know some people have been telling me he's really powerful, and I just think he's he's not properly started yet. And we're we're always quick to give the Celtic new signings a bit of stick ball and golly's got at Julian and saying oh they've not started. I think Ojo's the same. So I think if there's that option, of getting Ryan Kent in, then you certainly do it because I think for me he's miles better than um, Ojo at the minute. 0141 Thank you to Martin In Kirkintilly You can get us On Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's speak to Alec in Somerston Hi Alec Alec Are Hello. you with us? Yes I am Good man What did you make of the game today? Oh I thought it was fantastic I just, I just think That uh, the, the whole The whole press And the whole propaganda uh, Towards Rangers uh, Being the favourites Was just Washed today. Yeah, you must yeah, be. You must, you must be happy then that everyone wrote Celtic oh, I'm off. Delighted. Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. Do you know why? Do you know why? Why? We had we had three of the back four debutants today, and uh, the, the whole the whole the whole hysteria towards Rangers beating us today, and we we had three three of the back four who were debutants, and we just. We strolled it, and then, then when we had a substitute, what's his name, uh, Boyer, came on, he just strolled it as well. Four, yeah. four the the whole back four, just strolled it. Yeah, but well, we've complimented them yeah. all day long. This is the coming of age for them. I just have to quibble with the use of the word propaganda. You know, people get asked, who do you think will win the match? Is it necessarily propaganda? If you, sure. yeah. Sure. I have total admiration for you. A lot of my friends don't let always, <laughs> don't <laughs> always agree with your point. Don't right. my great compliment followed up by <laughs> I think you're class. I think you're class, you. And it, the whole, it was propaganda. Come on. No, it's not. Come I mean, on. I, I, listen, it was. I, listen, Come on. I, listen, let me let me explain. I've worked in this business. Come January, I'll have worked in this business 50 years. 
And the, the it's always propaganda and, and agendas and all the rest of it. You're asked, who do you think will win the match? Now, if people went for Rangers today, they went for Rangers, I think, because they looked at the back four that Celtic had and thought they might not be able to handle this. As things turned out, they were magnificent to a man and as a unit. But it's not propaganda and it's not an agenda. It's just a bad prediction. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> it's just a, a prediction based on a thought. And as I said, the first thing I said in the programme, right now, everything is speculation. 105 minutes later, and it turned out to be 111 minutes later, you're dealing with fact. And the fact is that the back four, including Bauer, when he came on, none of them had played in an old firm game before and they were excellent. And the th- you don't get remembered for being slightly ropey against Dunfermline or for having one or two dodgy moments in a 5-2 victory at Motherwell. The focus early in the season... Gets intensified Because you've only got a few games To compare it to But eventually When these big games come along You start getting a bigger picture And at the moment It might be the case that Ball and Golly and Julian I mean they're going to be remembered For what they did at Ibrox Rather than a couple of dodgy moments Against them Well you can make your name In one of these games Gordon And there were question marks There's no doubt I've spoken to Celtic fans Who were a bit You know On the the line with uh, the two signings uh, Seven million and three million But when it up to the big stage today, in front of a packed house there, the atmosphere that they've never really, you know, experienced before, uh, I thought they were absolutely brilliant. I really did. I've said, uh, and Jim Duffy's another one that agrees with me, I've watched Ball and Golly, I thought he will come good. He's had his bad days. One was at Fur Park when I was there watching him, and you guys were in the studio and you were watching on TV, and he was having a real torrid time of it. He played a lot better in the second half, but there's something about him. Julian settled in, he looked terrific today. You've just got to say that, you know, we, we call it as it is. Sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong. Hughes obviously got it wrong today. <laughs> and I'm first to put my hands up and admit it, but. It's not propaganda. No. When, when when Celtic were carrying all before them, the invincible season under Brendan Rodgers, the double treble under Brendan Rodgers, then the treble treble, if we all took Celtic, was that propaganda? Okay, thank you, Alec. In Somerson, 01419511025, at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Uh, Alex Ray, I think we'll... We'll leave you be That's a good uh, hour and 20 minutes Since the game finished I think you'll be Getting chucked out soon Just your your final thoughts Final remarks in the game Yeah I have to give credit To Celtic Gordon I thought they were excellent today To a man They won the individual battles Stephen uh, Gerrard Got his uh, tactics Wrong in terms of the personnel And uh, they thoroughly deserved it Celtic Sorry Gordon Can I just ask what you're huffing at When we said Alex could go Well if it was me Sitting in Ibrox Even uh-huh. in the winter right. I'm there at 4 o'clock Right, so on a Saturday afternoon Yes So when the game finishes at 5 You stay until 6 That's one hour The game finished an hour and 20 minutes ago Do you, yeah, mean, do you like a lesson in, in it, time no, telling? No, 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 no When it's an afternoon game Usually I'm on to back of 3 Nobody else is on to that type It's Start the back of 3 morning. just now Look at it, 20 past 3 On you go Alec Keep digging, thank you <laughs> Alec Gray, thanks for your service Get your calls in We're going to give you the thoughts of Stephen Gerrard And Neil Lennon on transfers because the window closes tomorrow if you want to know who may or may not be coming in or going out of your club listen up next the 
games are over, the talking begins. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. It finished Ibrooks Rangers nil Celtic 2 Rangers down to 10 men at the end Jordan Jones was sent off I can't play clips of everything We said we'd be here all day But an interesting response uh, To anyone who perhaps Didn't think it was a sending off Stephen Gerrard says uh, He told the, the television It was on Sky Without a shadow of a doubt He got that bang on The referee It was a red card I think Jordan's trying to appease the fans there That's not how you appease Rangers fans You create <laughs> goals and score goals If you're a wide man that's how you get fans on your side Not kicking people into the boards 10 yards away He deserves the card He deserves the ban He's got everything to do now To get back in my team Well I said at the time Does he really think That impresses the Rangers fans? He's got carried away And he's pretty much like The Rangers supporters today He's got to the end of that day And just thought Oh And he's wiped out Bauer uh, And It doesn't impress the fans Because the only thing That would impress them and it certainly a, a didn't. Two, two draw. It didn't impress the manager either, no. uh, because he's obviously not happy with him. It's been a bad enough day, and then to you know get yourself down to ten men right at the end of the game, the discipline that was well spoken about last season. Stephen Gerrard will not be happy with him. I'm sure he'll have a few uh, words with him. Keep the calls coming. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We are on Twitter uh, at Clyde SSB. Mister Nice Guy is responding to Stephen Gerrard's. Uh, explanation after the game He says And the players were Not very good As well uh, Take tactics out The players need to show fight We were second to everything today Says Mr Nice Guy Let's start getting some transfer Updates from the managers Celtic have been linked With a move for Greg Taylor uh, It's been Close to happening We believed He wasn't involved For Kilmarnock yesterday Here's the very latest From the Celtic manager On Greg Taylor There's a bit of a hold up But not the our end, it's you know third party, so we'll we'll have to see how that develops. But Bolongoli can be absolutely delighted with his performance today, having been written off more or less in every single game so far. So, you know, I hope that really kickstarts the season because you know he showed a lot of good qualities today. Hmm. Well, well, I'm I'm sure that Neil's not been listening to his show because I've said that Bolongoli's got something about him. Jim Duffy, uh, manager of Dumbarton. Been in the game a long time Says that Bolingoli's got something about him It's all about opinions But I think the manager was absolutely delighted with him today But Greg Taylor coming in if he does come in Another uh, good player But a competition That's what you need in a team And it's a long, long season When Bolingoli has been accused of being bad he has Most been of the time he's been bad, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think Neil's taking today The opportunity to wipe everyone out What about uh, the Greg Taylor? Well, that's perhaps some, a more significant News angle If well, you like that it's, There's a third party, party Hold up yeah. What does that mean Still sounds, agent, maybe. Yeah mm-hmm. Sounds like it anyway Third party hold up You know sometimes These things are complicated In terms of Agents perhaps Wanting fees Or a certain cut um, That clubs sometimes Aren't prepared to pay Don't know the ins and outs In this one But as soon as he said that That's what struck me But I don't think it'll be Anything to worry about I think Greg Taylor Will be a Celtic player And it's good to have that competition um, Good to have someone That's steady there Bongoli Very good today We'll be hoping that kick starts him But If it doesn't go well For Bongoli You've got a guy Who knows the league To come in and replace him And if that is the case then Is, is that going to be Celtic's business done Fraser, in, in recent times Fraser Forster uh, Morris Bauer El Yanoussi The other night Greg Taylor Would that, would that be the end of it I, Well I, I don't see them Needing anything going forward I think the early part Of the season Shown that It was all about Restructuring that defence After losing a lot So if you've got Two left backs, two right backs, centre half, and a goalkeeper in. I think that's pretty much uh, 
a good rebuilding job so far yeah they've got a big big squad Gordon uh, I wouldn't be surprised if one or two went out of the way uh, to try and free up some money because it's to get people to take them though, yeah no their wage bill must be incredible the amount of players that are sitting there not playing football that's a big uh, question Mark do you want to go out and play football or do you want to just sit there that'd be your dream job oh, I, I would just sit, sit oh yeah I'd be like, I'll, sit, I'll sit here for my three year contract <laughs> uh, Stephen is a Celtic fan from Royston hi Stephen hello Hi Stephen uh, Yeah, hello What's, yeah, your, what's on you? your mind today Stephen? Uh, I just want to make my apologies to Neil Lennon I'm one of the Celtic supporters that thought uh, the Celtic defence wasn't going to be good enough today And I'm, I'm eating a bit of humble pie That's alright, it's always honest to hold your hands up Stephen So before the game, take us back to you know half past 11 this morning D- Did you think Celtic were going to lose that game? Uh, last week I thought Celtic were going to lose that game I didn't need to be half past 11 this morning. Ah, you get optimistic, uh, don't you? I, no, I, being, being honest, I wasn't optimistic. I thought the defence just simply wasn't good enough. And I was proved entirely wrong today. I thought the El Mohamedy was absolutely superb. I know Julian get man in the match, but I thought El Mohamedy, when he started at right back, and then moved into centre-half Was absolutely fantastic Would you listen to that Hugh Keevan Stephen's a Celtic fan And he didn't think they would win today So he must be uh, guilty of the same propaganda as you Yeah uh, So Neil, Neil Lennon used the word afterthought He thought that Celtic had been treated like an afterthought Now If you'd walked into a bookmaker's shop this morning And said I'll tell you what I want 2 nothing Celtic I want Julian to be man of the match I want Johnny Hayes to score a goal They would have been delighted to take your money Now I have said And I repeat Celtic were extraordinary They were terrific today To a man and as a unit Everything went right for them Including Johnny Hayes Who's been played out of position Has had to wait for any game time at all Comes on And looked absolutely terrific as well And then got rewarded with a belated goal so it's just been a perfect day for Celtic Mark Wilson You can understand why For all of the negativity Regarding some of Celtic signings That El Hamed has escaped it Because yes he's had his injury problems But any time you've seen him He looks extremely reliable And not only then to come back in And be a standout at right back He had to do a bit of the shift At central defence yeah. as well He's been a, a real success he, so he far He looks a top player Um as soon as he came in I think the Celtic fans Took to him right away Daz you were at, you at his debut yeah. yeah he was brilliant uh, I think Did he only play the first half Or did, yeah. did he go off Anyway he was up and down Um You know Deliveries into the box He doesn't He doesn't panic When he gets round about the box And defensively Looks sound And today He just showed I mean the first half Aribo's playing up against him A bit foreign But he pushed him back At every opportunity When he goes into centre half He shows how versatile he is So that's one signing Who's been spot on Straight from the off So Stephen Was today enough to really Win Neil Lennon over in your eyes? Oh, oh no 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 I'm a Neil, I'm a, I'm a Neil Lennon fan I, I, I just I just didn't think that uh, The defence was ready yet I mean I believe in What they're bringing in But I just didn't think The defence was ready And I thought like, Mikey Johnson played One of his better games For an old firm game I thought he was excellent Coming, coming through But uh, no I just felt The defence I, I, I totally doubted The defence today yep. And I was I'm, I'm proved totally wrong And I take my hat off To Neil Lennon Yeah and, that, and everyone Who thought along those lines uh, Will be in the same position As yourself 
they have all come in and been first class. And the thing about them too, um, they're all big units. Mm-hmm. You know, El Hamed, Bolangoli, Julian. Uh, you still get Christopher Ayer and Jozo Simonovic. Um, big, big guys. And I think back to Martin O'Neill's time. He liked these defenders to be the, like that. The only thing I will say, Hugh, uh, Neil Lennon was sort of a, in a position that that was his best options. Yeah, I've you said know, that earlier, kind of had to go for that. Yeah, you had to go for and that. it's funny but, what a win can do for you because how many Celtic fans at 5-12 to 12 were thinking about Christopher Ayer and then how many were thinking about him at 5-2? to two? Oh, exactly. You know, that, I, that's just what happens in football. Everybody, when he, when he limped off the other night there, everybody's going, oh, big loss for obviously Sunday, the big important game coming up. But Neil Lennon, sometimes his hand was forced today. That was the best back four he could possibly go in the park. Yeah. And the one thing he said is he trusted his players to go and show everyone. And they certainly stood up to the challenge. They were absolutely brilliant and they deserve all the Stephen, praise. Stephen deserves praise for this. Sometimes on a day like this, fans find it hard to accept victory with grace. Stephen has accepted victory with grace, admitted that he didn't expect it. Admitted where his misgivings lay And he's owned up So he has accepted victory with grace He also brings up Mikey Johnson Someone who we've not really discussed since full time A guy who went to Ibrox last season as a striker He went mm-hmm. as, a, as a right wing back Played in his natural position today He's now got El Yanusi waiting in the wings to, to take that position um, and he's the man who Well it's not at his absolute best Provides the key assist for yeah. the goal Which went a long way to winning the game Well he's done it all season That's why uh, Again I was surprised at some people suggesting That he could have been left out in Cham And Cham's a wonderful player You know When he's on form like he was today When he came on off the bench I should say He's brilliant But The way Mikey Johnson has, has grabbed that opportunity In the left hand side for Celtic has been impressive. I mean, Scott Sinclair is now out the picture and it left that position up for grabs. And you can't afford to leave a guy like that out who's scoring and, you know, creating for his teammates. And today may have not been his best day, but he had one moment that really mattered and his weight of pass was terrific. Do you, do you know what it, I liked that was all the difference. Do you know what I liked about him today, Mark? And I was watching him carefully. He was getting back and helping Ball Golly. He was, uh, every time he got caught forward, the left back, Johnston just dropped into that position To give him a little bit of cover And that's part of the job It's not a job that forward thinking players like doing But you've got to do it You've got to do it for a team And I think he he, he achieved that brilliantly And uh, he's playing very very well You've got to see Well Stephen Gerrard was also asked about his own Potential transfers between now and the end of the window I don't know if you saw these rumours These stories doing the rounds this morning about a potential loan deal for Phil Foden of Man City That would be quite the capture Here's what Steven Gerrard had to say in response to that one I don't think Pep Guardiola's going to let him go anywhere I don't think he's letting, letting him go anywhere He's well in for him though? No, 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 no. Anything in or out tomorrow? There could be a few outs We're, we're trying uh, really hard to help and support the players That want to go out on loan and play football So um, there could be one or two outgoings. Uh, in terms of incomings, I'd be very surprised. I'd be very surprised, but while it's open, who knows? James, you're a Rangers fan on the line in Kings Park. You've just heard Stephen Gerrard on the transfers there. What are you hoping for or expecting tomorrow? He says very surprised if anyone comes in. Um, to be honest, I'm calling in regards to John Flanagan. Um, I know Gerrard's been playing at left back, but I just feel as if when we're attacking, he's, he's kind of 
he's a left footed he's playing the left side with a right foot. So every time he's going forward and he's crossing, he's always cutting back on his right foot and it makes it predictable in terms of everybody knows what he's going to do. So he can nullify the threat. Well, Stephen Gerrard said earlier on today he thought that Flanagan was the only decent player that Rangers had today. He's he's one his one job today, Hugh, was simple. Keep James Forrest quiet and let Tavernier produce the width on the other side. And to be fair, uh I said I thought that Forrest looked out of sorts today. Yeah, but did Flanagan keep him quiet or was he just quiet? I can't, I, I, listen, I can't remember Flan- once. I can't remember Flanagan tackling him. I can't remember James Forrest running up Flanagan. I, I don't think he really done anything today, Flanagan. I mean that in the greatest respect. Because as a fullback, sometimes you're happy when the winger's not getting involved and you can stand off him. I just think, listen, I'm I'm with James here, and I mentioned Barisic. I think it takes a lot away from Rangers when every time you're coming down that side and Flanagan's checking in, it just takes a wee bit of pace away from your attack. Whereas you've got that natural left footer who can actually hit the striker's feet, who can cross naturally on that side. I think it adds a bit more to you going forward. And I think Rangers showed that they were tentative from the outset with a starting lineup. James, do you think yeah. Barisic had he done enough then to get involved today as far as you're concerned? Mm, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, he's been quite hit and miss. He, he was brilliant last season. Uh, was it Motherwell? Each game. I thought his crossing was excellent. Uh, Playing a couple of good games, they get injured. That's, I think that kind of held him back. But um, this season, he's, he just seems to be off the boil a bit. But like you said, I mean, going forward, He's predictable So the defenders know He's always going to call On his right foot To cross the ball But I mean defending He's he's excellent He was brilliant In uh, Warsaw um, For the Euro, uh, Europa League game And I thought he was really good today In terms of Another uh, fine James Forrest But It just takes it away from Going forward but I just feel Gerald says that he wants Two players For every position But I would prefer to see John Flanagan on the right if Tavernier was injured or, or suspended. Do you know what I mean? It just feels as if we need another left-footed defender. Andy Halliday's a, a midfielder. He's not a defender. Do you know what I mean? So and Gordon, it just feels as if we need somebody else. Yeah, Gordon, what do you think then? I mean, Stephen Gerrard's saying he'd be very surprised. It doesn't look like Rangers will sign a left-back, but it, it seems to be it's this, been the same thing all, all summer long. There are glaring issues or potential issues with all three. Of the options They have three options But sometimes yeah. it's about having I don't know Quality well, over quantity Yeah I don't think they'll bring a left back in That's for sure I don't think Rangers lost the game today Because of Flanagan I think the problem with Flanagan on that side Is In a usual formation Rangers will have a Ojo or a Jones In the three that can get the width And Flanagan can give them the ball But today The way Rangers started They didn't have anyone out there and Flanagan was trying to get forward, coming on his right foot, as the boy said. But I think that Stephen Jett, that's the one call I thought he got right today, because I thought it was so important to make sure James Forrest didn't influence the game. And it certainly worked, and I know Mark was saying, well, I didn't see him tackling, but James Forrest eventually gets subbed. Um, I, you know, I thought he looked below par. But I think the Flanagan pick today was right, but the problem was not Flanagan Was in front He didn't have anybody That was going to play Into out 
Thank you very much to James in Kings Park 01419511025 Still a bit of time for you to get your calls in And hopefully we'll speak to you next After they play You have your say 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Into the final part of today's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson's still here Gordon DL's still alongside him and Hugh Keevans is keeping an eye on them as well. It finished at Ibrox Rangers nil, Celtic 2. Odson Edward and Johnny Hayes with the goals for Celtic today. Jordan Jones sent off late on for Rangers as well. Let's keep going with the reaction. Uh, we've got Mason, who's a Rangers fan on the line. Hi, Mason. Hi there, how are we doing? Not too bad. What was your take on, on where that went wrong today? I felt, I felt that this has been quite a common thing that I, I think has happened in the past couple of games that Rangers have lost. Uh, I noticed it quite strong. I was at the game Thursday night against League of Warsaw as well. Um, they seem to always constantly want to go down the same channels. They always want to go down the left or they want to go down the right. There doesn't seem to be this creative part in midfield where they can pick teams apart. Today, Gerard wanted to obviously switch the formation. He's played more narrow, trying to play through the middle um, and try and bully. Celtic's midfield, which I thought we'd done absolutely terribly. I do. I, I think that that's the main thing that we lose on uh, in old firm games is that we can't seem to break down, as you would call it, the hard man in Celtic's midfield, Scott Brown. He always dominates our midfield. We, we can never ever overcome his dominance there. Um, I just want to know what the, the panel's thoughts on that are. Um, if, they, if they agree with that. Well I think Rangers did try to play more narrow the day. There's no doubt about that That's where obviously you take out your, your natural width And you bank in your full backs Getting you a wee bit of width So Stephen Gerrard obviously had that in his mind In the game plan You're right Scott Brown has been so influential in these games Today was no different Probably the, the previous two games Rangers got the better him But I mean your guys like Ryan Jack and Arfield and, Who were so good for Rangers in those victories before were nowhere near the levels that they were in that game and Scott Brown found it actually quite simple to play against them today so you're right Rangers do have to find a way of dealing with that but I just I mean it's easy to say now but Stephen Gerrard's tactics to play so narrow is backfire spectacularly this this is all uh, relevant as well to Scott Brown who Neil yeah. Lennon said that Celtic were an afterthought going into the game they were written off even by some of our own supporters uh-huh. Scott Brown was written off yeah. By many Including some Celtic supporters as well And again he answered it I feel like we've had this conversation So many times over the years Where he does come in for a bit of criticism And, and at times he d- he's deserved it The last two yeah. performances against Rangers Weren't good Yet again though Steps up and produces today One of the biggest jobs that Celtic are going to have And it will come quite soon Because he's 34 years old Is to find another Scott Brown from somewhere He has been... Extraordinary for Celtic The amount of trophies he's won The influence he exerts on them And today was a glaring example of that At the age of 34 He dominated the proceedings Mason, how frustrating is that then as a Rangers fan Where you you would be forgiven for thinking That maybe this is the time Maybe you've started to get the better of him And he sort of, you know, he he proves that wrong Well, the the thing that I I found last year um, For the two victories I think it's just Gerard has got in a lot of players' minds and he's made them say, basically believe that Scott Brown is another player. They, they, they just put him aside and just say, don't worry about what Scott Brown's doing. You play your own game and you're going to 
overcome Scott Brown. But this season, being the first game, I don't know if it's just the mentality, the way that the team's been playing, because um, they've obviously went on a good run and stuff like that and qualified for Europe and stuff. But I felt that the look as if they're scraping by and the point of what Gerard made as well about Jordan Jones saying uh, when Jordan Jones gets sent off, he's not impressing any supporters. I was sitting surrounded by supporters and all we wanted the whole game is we just wanted the team to have a bit of heart and want to win a ball. There was likes of Joe Arabo in midfield um, going up against Scott Brown. It was just back out of everything that was happening. It wasn't one to go towards the ball. They were very rarely wanting to go for headers. They were backing off of players. The, the team just doesn't look as if it's got the strength for an old firm. I don't know if it's just the players he's brought in or if they just they were tired from Thursday night. But this goes again to Gerard's mentality of switching the team about. Um, he's bringing in Defoe. Defoe's a cracking player, don't get me wrong, but um, he's not got the strength against uh, the two centre-half Celtic had played today. Um, Morelos came on and Morelos had a bit more strength about him, but obviously by that point the game was pretty much looking as if it was going to be gone. Um, so it is quite frustrating uh, having that one player that you're, t- you're watching and you're going, you could overcome this guy, but the team just doesn't have that belief Is that where maybe more would be expected of a, of a Ryan Jack today Gordon because again this, this doesn't all fall apart after one afternoon Ryan Jack has been very good for Rangers recently and he's in the Scotland squad and people have noticed his improvement but just didn't manage to stamp his authority today No I, I said very early on uh, Gordon watching it i just seen the, the body language of Scott Brown the way he was going about he was really pumped up for it yes he had a couple of uh, disappointing uh, games against Rangers of late and he was there to make sure he was going to boss up Midlay Park you were hoping that if you're a Rangers supporter Ryan Jack would get in there and make a few tackles go head to head with him but this is a guy that's played what you touched 37 uh, old firm games you know his experience is incredible I changed my mind about Scott Brown about two seasons ago I remember sitting watching him at Celtic Park and everybody was telling me he's funny. His movement is absolutely brilliant. He very seldom gives the ball away. He has a couple of bad games like everybody else. But Hugh's right. He is so, so important to everything that happens round about him. Let's squeeze in one more thank you to Mason and Inverkip. Tam is formerly of Mary Hill, but now Preston, it says on the screen. Hi, Tam. Hello, how are you? Good, Tam. How are you? Happy? Uh, well, but yeah, very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit surprised as well. Um, I'm not one of the media-led guys that um, believe what you read in the papers and which gets punted about how bad we are and how this and that. We had a we had a back four of this that genuinely had no right to play the way they did. Big button coming in. I'm not a button fan. Never have been a button fan. In midfield or centre, the guy became a legend for me today. Um, the back four, Ball and Golly, he's you know, he's a he's a work in progress. Big Julian's a class guy, needs a bit of experience. The big boy out right on side. Absolutely man, that, that's a big monster, he's fantastic. The young the young one that came on, the, the blonde headed one, um Bubba. Bubba. fantastic yeah, absolutely. But getting written off with the press doesn't surprise me. Getting written off with a lot of Celtic fans, especially this young millennium um, media mob, you know, Lennon, a legend, an absolute legend, the way he's done for us, the way he's been treated by other people. Sure, I'll, I'll agree with me, I know you'll agree with me, but I'm 
57 this year And I've seen it all You know the good times The bad times That makes me a Celtic da Apparently And, and I live in the past But no Celtic da The fact The fact the fa- I know I know Bollocks I, um, I don't know Sorry if that's the wrong word But, um, but the oh, point I'll is, just about let you away but, With your apology aye, that's Sorry fine. I didn't mean no, it you're, way, okay, aye, you're okay You're okay On you go aye, but, but the point is You get a legend you, Any other team in this world Gets a guy like Neil Lennon Who's done it all And been there all before He's got a passion, he's got a heart He's survived all sorts of things Political, all, I'm not going to bring all that into it And I'm not going to mention what it is I'll bring it into it But the point is, Celtic fans on your, your Twitters And your whatever, your, your Facebooks Whatever it is you do I've got the, I've, All anonymous guys are there to slag a legend like that He's come back when another apparently legend Bolted And basically decimated the club for everything and a day like the day, I think we should be on him, Neil, and saying, thank you, mate. We know that you've had your, you've, you've had your, your time. We know that you've had your struggles. And you've come back today and managed to lead your team into a place that other people didn't think you could. And that clues, he made mistakes. We all make mistakes. Big Joe Steen made mistakes. Billy McNeil made mistakes. Lennon's another legend that in his later in years, He'll be healed for who he is And what he is Well we, Come, come we on can, then Super scoreboard grander You tell yeah, us how yeah. Tam the Celtic da Has summed things up today He's got it spot on With regard to Neil Lennon He's got it uh, Spot on about the younger element The Celtic support Who described him as a, a downgrade uh, They were disrespectful I have made that point Many times in this programme uh, Tam, you, you always defend an honestly yeah. held opinion though. If, if people think that he is not as good a manager as Brendan Rodgers What's the problem and I, what's the rage got to do with it? I, I think he was dismissed in a disrespectful kind of way Downgrade You know the word was used all the time, downgrade The only area where I take uh, issue with uh, Tam When Celtic scored 7 against St Johnson The press coverage was ecstatic when Celtic scored five against Motherwell in the next game, the press coverage was ecstatic. Well, they got criticised a bit at the back that day, didn't they? Yeah, but when Celtic lost four goals to Cluj, the press coverage was more negative because losing four goals at home and going out of the Champions League as a result uh, was a bad night for Celtic. And as I said earlier, when Bolingoli was bad and people wrote that he was bad, that was because he was bad. Today... Everything has come good. Neil Lennon will have a tremendous night and he deserves it. The players at the back, to a man, were first class. Today was supposed to be the day that signified a shift in power in the city of Glasgow and therefore a shift in power in Scottish football in general. It did not work out that way. Celtic have shown today they are as strong as they have been over the last three seasons and they're bringing in First class players as well Tam, thank you for the call That brings us to a close It finished at Ibrox Rangers nil. Celtic 2 Odson Edward set Celtic on their way In the first half Johnny Hayes rounded things off And there was time for a red card When Jordan Jones Was giving his marching orders Thank you so much for all the reaction We could in truth have stayed on Until midnight The phone lines have been red hot But the good news is We're back tomorrow And we'll do it all again at 6 o'clock Hugh Keevans will be here Alex Ray will be here as well Let's make sure we hear from you And in the meantime Stay where you are because the UK chart show is up next.